Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Welcome to Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder, and I'm an online business coach, Christian leader, and funnels expert. This show is where we help established Christian online coaches create more income, freedom, and impact while keeping God at the center of everything we do as entrepreneurs and leaders. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Business God's Way podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Friday episode. I am really excited about this series that we're going to be getting into starting today. Last Friday, I, I kind of talked a little bit about the Proverbs study that we're going to be going through. And what I want to do is I want to go through the book of Proverbs and I'm going to pull out leadership principles, leadership principles. And I the reason I want to do this is because this year, and I've shared this before, but this year I really want to focus on leadership, especially entrepreneurial leadership. My, my prayer and my goal is that we would step into the leadership opportunities that God is calling us to step into as entrepreneurs. Because when we can embrace this, this calling of leadership in our business and in our community and in our world, this is where we can start to make impact. And that is why I decided I'm going to start these Friday episodes going through the book of Proverbs and looking at leadership principles. And today we kick off this series. Now, before we dive in to Proverbs, there are some foundational things that I need to put out there first so that we can have a proper understanding of this book. So I want to make some, some comments about the book of Proverbs itself. Because if we don't understand the literature of Proverbs, then we may misinterpret what the writer is saying. And we may actually get disappointed if we don't come at this book with a proper biblical foundation. So the first thing I want to say is that the book of Proverbs, it is literally the book of wisdom. 
It is instructional in nature. These are not promises that God is making to us. But rather, these are instructional um, principles that if we apply these principles to our lives, all other things being equal, the likelihood of the said outcome of the book of Proverbs will most likely happen, but there are no guarantees. Again, the book of Proverbs, it is wisdom literature. It is not promises that God gives to us. We'll also see in the book of Proverbs this stark contrast between what it means to live a wise life or the foolish life. It talks about sin and holiness. And what it does is it, 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 it shows us the kind of a, God, a kind of life that we can live if we choose wisdom. Wisdom is the godly path. That is the path that we want to be on. And so it's within this context that we, we now can go through the book of Proverbs. And my prayer is that we all would choose the path of wisdom, the path of righteousness, that we would not be foolish, which leads to folly and destruction. And that is painted throughout this entire book of Proverbs. And as we go through this study, I want to talk about the three buckets of leadership principles that we're going to be talking through. There's three buckets. The first bucket that we're going to talk about are the leader's priorities. What are godly leaders' priorities? What priorities do they need to be set in? What wise priorities do they need to be set in for themselves? The second bucket is, what about the entrepreneurs or the leaders' plans? How do we, as godly people bring wisdom into how we plan. And then the final bucket is how do leaders, how do godly leaders speak? Speak to themselves, speak to others, speak to God. You see, we are told that we are to watch what we say. And so we're going to look at that. And now with this backdrop in place, what I want to start on today and what I want to look at is the very first priority that we have as Christian leaders 
And that is our priority to God. In Proverbs 1.7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And it's no surprise that the author of Proverbs begins this magnificent book talking about the fear of the Lord and how that is the foundation of knowledge. It is the only place that true knowledge can actually come from. God is truth. His knowledge is truth. And until we have a proper understanding of who God is, and understand that apart from God, all knowledge is foolish. Let me say that again. Apart from God, there is no knowledge. God is the source of knowledge. And I remember the first time I heard this verse, the word fear really confused me because I was told God loves us. You can trust God. He's a good God. He's a good father and he loves you. And so when I heard about this word fear, I was like, what, what, what is this? What does this mean? The fear of the Lord? Well, you may have had that same experience as I did, but now I've come to respect that word fear. In fact, this isn't the kind of fear where we are supposed to be terrified of something. This is, this is respect. This is, this is awe. This is worship. In fact, fear here, as it conveys the word awe, is often used in worship. When we come before God and, and we worship him, we stand in awe of who he is. We stand in awe of his truth and his majesty and his righteousness. When we, when we worship the Lord, we are in just the place we need to be. It is a sign of surrender. It is a sign of saying, Lord, I love you. I am in absolute awe of you. And I stand here this way out of a relationship that you've given to me. You have allowed through the death of your son for the, forgiv for the forgiveness of my sins you have allowed me access to your throne room and I am 
absolutely in awe of that. And to go a little bit deeper on this, we have to have a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and that awe comes from in a place of worship, a place of relationship. What, what the writer of, of Proverbs is saying here is that until you have the saving knowledge of God, you don't have any knowledge at all. You can go and try to have knowledge, to think you have knowledge. But if that knowledge is separated from a relationship with the Lord and a worship of the Lord and making God the first priority of our lives, then knowledge will be useless. And so it is so fitting here that the writer of Proverbs begins the book with this foundational truth because the entire book is about wisdom. It's about knowledge. And those who have set their priority in God and have this respect and this awe and this worship of God, they are going to be the ones that are going to want to choose wisdom. Those who are apart from God, apart from a saving knowledge of God, well, they are going to perish. They are going to lead a life of folly. And to really paint this, this picture and to make this, this point, I want to read you this quote, and I apologize, I don't know the person who quoted this, so this is not mine, but I think it does a good job of summarizing this whole idea. He says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The meaning is, he who does not reverently trust in God knows nothing. Yet, as he ought to know, his knowledge is partial and distorted. Whatever acquisitions and science he may attain, if his heart depart from the living God, he abides and he abides an ignorant man. He who in his heart says, No God is a fool. However, wise he may be in the estimation of the world and his own. These men possess some fragments of the superstructure of knowledge, but they have not their foundation. They possess some of the branches, but they have missed their root. And I love that. So again, this goes back to the whole idea and the whole concept that those who say yes, those who fear 
the Lord. That is foundational truth. That is foundational knowledge. That is foundational wisdom. But apart from God, apart from God, they're foolish. They're going to perish. And as leaders, as leaders, my challenge, my challenge is, are you fearing the Lord? Do you have a respect for the Lord? And, and deeper than that, do you stand in the presence of the Lord with absolute awe? Does God take your breath away every time you think about him and what he's done for you? Is your priority the fear of the Lord or is it the acquisition of knowledge apart from him? We can seek all the knowledge we want to as leaders, but if we don't have that foundational grounding in God and we don't know him as the ultimate Savior of this world, creator of the universe, if we are not walking in that, if we are not walking in that fear of the Lord, then knowledge is absolutely worthless. So what are you seeking? Are you seeking knowledge for the sake of knowledge? Or are you seeking the Lord? Are you making him a priority? Because you see, the opposite of that is the second part of Proverbs 1.7. Then you are a fool who despises wisdom and instruction. That's pretty, that's pretty straightforward words, right? Either we fear the Lord and we're going to have proper knowledge within the right context or we're going to be fools and we will despise that wisdom. We will despise that instruction. So where are you today? Where are you? As a leader, my prayer is that all of us would seek and worship and adore and stand in awe of God and that we would be open to his knowledge to his instruction and that we would choose to live wise lives and that he would in turn make us the leaders that he wants us to be in our business in our communities in our world so that we can make an impact for the kingdom of God. And I think 
it is so appropriate that Solomon starts this psalm with this verse, Proverbs 1-7. And so my prayer as we go along this study that we would continue to always, always make God our very first priority. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this book, the book of Proverbs, and for the wisdom that is throughout the entire book. Lord, it's so appropriate that you would begin this book of wisdom, this book of godly living and holiness and what it means to be holy and what it means to be wise. That you would begin it with an understanding of where true knowledge comes from. It comes from you. Apart from you, there is no knowledge. And Lord, help us to understand this. Help us to live this reality. Help us, Lord, to be leaders that you want us to be. And do, that we would constantly be walking in the fear of the Lord. Lord, we don't want to be foolish. We want to be wise. And so we pray to that end that you would help us to do that. We love you, Lord, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. All right, guys, that is what I wanted to share with you today. So the first priority of a leader is their priority to the Lord. Next week, we're going to look at the second aspect, which is the leader's priority to family. And we're going to unpack that. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I love you guys. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. I'm praying for you guys. And as always, continue to do business God's way. God bless.